I'm Governor Larry Hogan. Our state is taking unprecedented and aggressive actions in the fight to stop the spread of the COVID-19 pandemic here in Maryland. As you know, I recently issued a stay-at-home directive to ensure that no Marylander leaves his or her home unless it is for an essential job or for an essential purpose. I know how difficult this is on each and every one of you. There's a great deal of fear and anxiety. And the truth is that none of us really know how bad this is going to get or how long it's going to last. But I can promise you that there are a great many dedicated people doing tremendous things, working around the clock, and doing their very best to help keep Marylanders safe. In the days to come, we're going to need to depend on each other, to look out for one another, and to take care of each other, because we are all in this together, and we will get through this together. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Friday, May 15th, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. A late morning fire yesterday afternoon in the 1500 block of Fairview Beach Road in Pasadena took a woman's life. Multiple callers from across Rock Creek called 911 when they saw flames and smoke from the house. Fire crews arrived about six minutes later to find heavy fire and smoke from the building. The area is not served by fire hydrants. They did call in some fire boats from Baltimore City to help fighting the blaze. Two firefighters were injured. They were suffering from minor burns, and they were taken to the Johns Hopkins Bayview Medical Center, treated and released. According to the fire department, 38 firefighters responded, and it took about 20 minutes to control the blaze. This is the first fire fatality in Anne Arundel County this year, and they have not released the identity of the woman who passed away. On Wednesday afternoon, Jose Portillo left Anne Arundel Medical Center. Well, who was Jose Portillo? He was the 300th discharged coronavirus patients, and the Anne Arundel Medical Center staff held a clap line to celebrate his discharge. Sherry Perkins, who's the president of Anne Arundel Medical Center, said, We are celebrating the courage and strength of Jose and all 300 patients to date who have been discharged. In witnessing this celebratory moment for our patient, I am deeply grateful to all of our care teams who are working tirelessly for these life-saving victories. If you want to feel good, head on over to ionanapolis.net, look for that post, and look at the video that we've got there of Jose leaving the hospital. We'll definitely put a smile on your face. Something that won't put a smile on your face, the Board of Revenue Estimates has said that the fiscal situation for Maryland is pretty dire. Last month, they said that they were looking at $2.8 billion in revenue losses to Maryland by the end of this fiscal year, and that projection has now been changed down a little bit to $925 million. And most of that's due to the federal aid that continues to come in during the coronavirus pandemic. Even so, by the end of fiscal 2022, they estimate that the losses could exceed $4 billion. Well, we kind of knew it was coming. They canceled sports for the spring. They canceled the proms. School pretty much has been canceled. And now graduation for Anne Arundel County Public Schools has been somewhat canceled. There will not be any in-person graduation ceremonies. Instead, they are going to be doing a four-part digital graduation ceremony where they will honor the members of the class of 2020. And potentially later in the summer, they will have a cap and gown event. The four-part digital graduation celebration will include a senior salute, 
which will be audio tributes by the teachers and counselors. That will be aired from May 26th to the 28th on Crab Radio, which is 104.7 FM. That will also be posted on each school's website. They will have a senior awards, and each school will be creating an online senior awards event. They will have a digital commencement celebration. It'll be pretty much like a regular commencement, but without the students. It'll be aired on AACPS-TV as well as the YouTube and live stream channels. And they're going to feature all the pomp and circumstance. They'll have names announced. They'll have accompanying photos of the graduates. They'll have speeches by the graduates. A member of the Board of Education will speak, the school principal, and they will turn the tassel. And I guess everybody that's watching that at home can do that as well. Finally, in July, as long as it is approved by the governor, the health department and all, they are going to have a cap and gown gala. They will have a stage set up where they will be able to walk across the stage and have their photo taken as they would have at a normal graduation ceremony. However, it will be only open to seniors, not to the families. A decision on whether that will be held will be made by July 1st. So another little bit of a disappointment for the end of the year for the class of 2020. But if I was a betting man, I would say the class of 2020 is going to go far. Because boy, if you can put up with this, you can put up with anything. Yesterday morning, Anne Arundel County Executive Stuart Pittman had some good news via the Anne Arundel County Economic Development Corporation. He has put $5 million into a fund where they are going to dole out grants of up to $10,000 each to small businesses in the county. To be eligible, you have to be a for-profit business with 50 or fewer employees. You've got to be in good standing with the state of Maryland. And the title of the grant is the Small Business Customer and Employee Protection Grant Program. And this is really designed to help small businesses get in position to open up. Things that the grant could cover include PPE for employees, protective shields, dividers, sanitation products, digital signage and floor window graphics, technology and any hardware or software that you may need, delivery vehicles and equipment, consultation services, workforce training, biocide, mold, bomb foggers, and the like. If you are interested in possibly applying for a grant, you can't do it just yet, but you want to send an email to grants at aaedc.org, and they'll get your name on a list. They did tell me that it's going to take them until June 1st to get a website up to be able to even accept applications for it, and they were unable to provide any kind of timeline between applying and funding. They claim that they did not have any idea of what the demand might be for this. My suggestion would be to take account of the number of businesses that have fewer than 50 employees in the county, and that would be your demand. Well, County Executive Pittman cheered everybody up this morning with that grant program. A little bit later on, he really irritated a lot of people by going against Governor Hogan's recommendations for reopening Maryland in some instances. In consultation with the health officer, he has decided that retail businesses can open. However, they will not allow people in the stores. They are only going to be open for curbside pickup only. Full-service car washes are not allowed to open up. It will only be automatic car washes. Animal shelters are allowed to open up. Pet groomers are allowed to open up for pet drop-off and pet pickup only. As far as beauty salons, he differed from the governor as well. This includes barber shops. This goes back to the governor's orders back on April 20th. That's what's going to stay in effect. The only difference will be that it will not be limited to essential personnel. So basically, you need to make an appointment. You're only allowed to have one customer in the building at a time, and the place needs to be sanitized in between customers, and the customer and the stylist both need to be wearing masks. Manufacturing businesses are able to continue producing, and that's in line with the governor's recommendations. Religious facilities will not be allowed to open in Anne Arundel County. And he did emphasize that face coverings are still required for customers and employees in any retail business, and residents are also encouraged to wear them whenever interaction with others is possible. 
A lot of people are upset about that because a lot of people had plans on trying to reopen their businesses and get their lives in order effective Friday. After the press call yesterday afternoon, when asked if there was a general feeling as to when Anne Arundel County may reopen in accordance with the governor's recommendations, Pittman said that they would know more in three weeks as the data begins to flow in from municipalities that have already relaxed their restrictions. Dr. Kalani Armin had said that they need to see movement on the different metrics that they're monitoring before he is comfortable in reopening in accordance with the governor's recommendations. And to show some of the displeasure at that, today at 2.30 on State Circle, Reopen Maryland will hold another protest. This is the people that had a protest from Frederick down to Salisbury in their vehicles. About a month ago, they had one here going around Church Circle in cars. This time it is going to be on foot around State Circle. We did speak with organizers via Facebook last night, and they said they expect about 1,000 people. This gets underway at 2.30 p.m. a little bit later on this afternoon, and it's expected to last about an hour. And finally, down in Ocean City, officials in Ocean City have decided to lift a ban on lodging restrictions. They had banned hotels, motels, and rental properties from renting out their rooms to non-essential guests back in late March. But Mayor Rick Meehan said in a statement yesterday, following Governor Larry Hogan's lifting to the stay-at-home order, the town of Ocean City will be lifting lodging restrictions on short-term rentals effective Thursday, May 14th at 5 p.m. We encourage residents and visitors to follow health and safety guidelines, including physical distancing and gathering limits. Personal responsibility and individual comfort levels are incredibly important to exercise during each phase of the recovery. We have heard that the owners of Fagers and Secrets have said that they will be open on Memorial Day. All right, that does wrap it up for today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net for updates on these stories and more throughout the day as we do update them. If you are someplace where you can leave a rating or a review, please do that and let your friends, family, and colleagues know how to get a podcast, how to subscribe, and how to subscribe to this one. Other than that, you need to hang tight. We've got George Young standing by with your local DMV weather right after this message from Solar Energy Services. Hello, Marylanders. This is Rick Peters from Solar Energy Services in Millersville, Maryland, wishing you good health and a rapid return to prosperity. Uncertainty is one of the hardest parts of our current situation. As we move towards our new normal, you may want to consider adding more certainty to your financial future by locking in the low cost of clean solar energy. The economics of solar are tremendous, and there's no better source than a trusted team at Solar Energy Services. Residential solar projects typically earn the homeowner 8 to 12% annually over the life of the system, with even better returns for commercial systems. If you have some downtime now, take advantage of our powerful remote design capabilities, allowing one of our experienced solar designers to provide a presentation, followed by a detailed, accurate proposal, all from a safe distance. Call us today at 410-923-6090 or visit us at solarsaves.net. Sunshine's a waste, but together we'll get through this. Sunshine, sunshine, nothing else can make me feel so fine. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Friday, May 15th. Yesterday was another nice one across the Annapolis region, with temps upper 60s to lower 70s for afternoon highs, along with a mix of sun and clouds. And today should provide the same sun-cloud mix along with slightly breezy winds and a chance of p.m. showers or storms as temps finally jump up into the 80s for afternoon highs after a.m. lows around the 60-degree mark. Then it's more upper 70s to lower 80s on Saturday for Anne Arundel County with another small chance of some showers or storms before what now appears to be a mostly cloudy and somewhat cool day on Sunday 
with highs upper 60s to lower mid 70s due to the influence of high pressure to the north combining with a late forming low pressure center off of the southeast coast which may very likely become the first named storm of the season called Arthur. And looking ahead next week, we'll go back to being wet and generally below average temp-wise again as a cold front moves through early in the week and another low-pressure center may form off the southeast coast with both possibly delivering more rain to the region in the Monday through Wednesday time frame. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great weekend out there. Continue to do all you can to stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to get our free app, on all of your devices by searching DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Store. And also be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and use our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. This is Wes Adams, candidate for Circuit Court Judge. As your former state's attorney, I built a reputation for being fair for our community, tough on violent crime, and compassionate to those in need. I work to set up specialized court proceedings designed to support recovery and to get our vets out of the criminal justice system. I partnered with our schools to help protect students and break the school-to-prison pipeline. I will bring these same values as judge to the circuit court. I respectfully ask that you vote for me, Wes Adams, on June 2nd. Paid for by the Friends of Wes Adams, John Spencer, Treasurer. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.